I'm hosting two podcasts, a radio show, managing my own makeup line, trying to be the best partner and bonus mom I can be, drink my water, and stay moisturized. It's a lot, y'all. And sometimes, a trip to the grocery store just doesn't fit into my day. But no worries, Instacart to the rescue. While I'm editing or waiting for something to upload, I can simply open up the Instacart app, place my order, and have my groceries on my doorstep in as little as one hour. And it's contactless, so I don't have to worry about masks or risking exposure. If you use the Instacart link in my Instagram bio or in the show notes, you can get free delivery on your first order of $35 or more and support the show. It's a win-win. So head on over to the link and get your groceries today from Instacart and cross one more thing off your to-do list. Y'all know the next best thing to drinking wine is talking about wine. And as a self-proclaimed wine snob, I'm here to put you on to how you can get access to some of the best wines from around the world. I am proud to say that the Melanin 360 podcast is now affiliated with Nia Roos Wine Club. This is a Black-owned and operated wine club that focuses solely on small producers. These are not the wines that you'll find in your local liquor or grocery store. Signing up for the monthly or quarterly membership will get you shipments of hand-picked wines, live tastings, and access to Nia's newsletter. You can also gift a wine bundle as well, a great gift for the holidays, birthdays, or housewarmings. And just for our listeners, when you go to www.niaruth.com and choose your membership level, use code MELANIN at checkout and you'll receive $10 off of your first month. Again, go to www.niaruth.com and use melanin at checkout to receive your $10 discount. So get that wine glass, find something good on Netflix, put your feet up and get ready to relax with the hand-picked wine by Nia Ruth. What it do, Black people? It's your girl, Jeray, and we are back for another episode of the Melanin 360 podcast. So, listen, y'all, it is, what, early, mid-December? I guess I guess we're still in early December when I'm recording this. Um, we are in the throes of the holiday season, y'all. We are basically at halftime. So I feel like Thanksgiving and uh, Black Friday and Small Business Saturday and Cyber Monday, all of that is like the, the first half, okay? And then the second half is, of course, you know, the holiday shopping season and Christmas and New Year's. So I want to ask y'all, though, when it came to Black Friday and all of that, did y'all actually participate and do anything because I know I did not stay my buns in the house okay um because I feel like at this point none of it is really a thing anymore you know I, I get that small business Saturday might be the only one that's actually still really its own thing um and with that being said I hope you all celebrated small black business Saturday all right and that you supported you know your your local small black businesses but 
Black Friday deals was being advertised like at the end of October and Cyber Monday. I mean, every day is Cyber Monday. As far as I'm concerned, I don't buy anything in the store anymore, to be quite honest with you. So I don't really know. I feel like all of that stuff is kind of fading out. But anyway, um, I am going to break tradition a little bit today. You know, we're in the part of the show where I always ask myself and my guests what their favorite 90s hip-hop and R&B song is. So clearly, you can tell this is going to be kind of a solo rant or solo show today. Um, And I'm also going to break tradition because the song I'm going to choose is not from the 90s, all right? However, this song is iconic. And everyone, it doesn't really matter what decade that you grew up in, you know, in the last few decades, you love this song, you've heard it, you know all the words. And to me, I feel like this is the National Black Christmas Anthem, all right? (laughs) And that song is, drum roll please, Silent Night by The Temptations. Um, I absolutely love this song. As soon as I hear, hear my mind. Look at me trying to sing. But anyway, as soon as I hear that, I know that there is an ornament being hung and a tree being lit somewhere. All right. That is definitely one of my favorite Christmas songs. Um, However, I feel like if we took a vote, black folks are going to be split down the middle between Silent Night by the Temptations and This Christmas by Donny Hathaway. Like, I feel like there's a very distinct um line between the two you know people are going to kind of sway one way or the other I feel like we all like both songs but some people feel very strongly about which one they feel like really signifies Christmas for them but do white people have like a Christmas anthem like that song that just gets them going collectively I don't know but if y'all know if I have any white listeners out there you know send me a message let me know because I'm curious to know that But uh, anyway, back to what I was saying, Silent Night and This Christmas are definitely um, in the upper echelon of Christmas songs. While there are other greats, um, you know, there's a ton of them. You got TLC, Boys to Men, Chris Brown did the remake. I mean, there's tons of tons of them out there, but these two are always my go to's. But anyway, moving on from that. I'm not going to hold you all too long this week um, because I know that you have Christmas shopping and things to do, but I just wanted to talk a little bit about holiday traditions and dealing with families and stress this time of year and also creating new traditions and creating new traditions to cope with the losses of loved ones and the losses of relationships. All right. So when it comes to traditions, a lot of families, specifically black families, we have a lot of holiday traditions, okay? And half of us don't even know where they came from. We just do it because that's how we were raised. And that's what your grandmama did, your mama did it, so you do it too. And we take those traditions and we bring them into our own homes and our own families as adults. And we don't even know why we're doing it, you know? Um, And some of those traditions can, you know, run the gamut from, who's allowed to cook and who's allowed to cook what, to how folks are seated at dinner, to what kind of food is served. I mean, the list can go on and on and on, right? 
And while tradition is good, we have to change with the times a little bit. All right. And that's kind of the point that I want to drive home here in this episode. Like, um, prime example, we have to start being health conscious. All right. We've seen just in this year alone, how many of our brothers and sisters have been, you know, they leaving up out of here. And we're not even talking about like gun violence and stuff like that. I'm talking about just straight health issues and they're dying young. They're like in their forties and fifties, you know what I mean? And that's not cool, you know, and that, that is still young. They had lives ahead of them, you know? So we have to be very conscious about what we're putting in our bodies. So I say all that to say, you know, maybe it's tradition that you all cook your greens with ham hocks, but it might be time to start moving over to the smoked turkey. You know what I mean? Um, we used to do the same thing in my house, but we've been using smoked turkey in our greens for at least the last 15 years. All right. Um, you know, another thing that we used to do in my family, our Thanksgiving and Christmas menus used to be dumb big. All right. Like ridiculous. There is no reason why we needed ham, turkey, ribs, and fried chicken. Come on now. That's, that's just big. Why, why do we do that? Now I ain't saying it wasn't delicious because it definitely was, but the menu was just so much, you know, and as the years went by, we had to scale that back some, you know, partly, you know, inflation stuff was going up. So we had to scale it back, but most of it was kind of like, yo, like we don't even really need all this food, you know, um, when we were kids, another tradition that we had was that we used to dress up for Thanksgiving. I mean, we wasn't in suit and ties, but we were definitely, you know, the adults would have on like slacks and sweaters. The kids, you know, would have on cute little outfits or maybe a dress or something like that. And um, when my brother and I and my cousins, when we got older, we made the adults conform to dressing more relaxed because we were straight like, so what we not going to do? is be 16 years old going over there in a pair of dress pants. We're not doing that. So, you know, as the years went by, it became more lax and people was wearing jeans and sweatsuits and things like that. And, you know, we still look clean and put together, obviously, but we were just more relaxed to have a good time. And guess what? Nobody died. Thanksgiving was still Thanksgiving. Christmas was still Christmas and everything was fine. You know, so we have to be okay with, things revolving I'm sorry mm, I said revolving good lord I can't talk today evolving and creating new traditions so speaking of new traditions if you are mourning the loss of a loved one or the loss of a relationship this time of year it sucks all right especially if this happened right before the holidays it completely sucks. I've been there. I know what it's like. And nine times out of 10, you and that person had some special things that you did together this time of year. You know, whether that was exchanging gifts or visiting each other's family or something like that. You know, just knowing that you can no longer call or visit this person can be extremely painful. Whether that's, again, if they are no longer with us or if, you know, it was the end of a relationship. Like, I've been in both situations, you know, and if you're, if you've broken up with someone over the last couple months, you know, it gets weird. It's like, I want to call and wish them happy holidays, but is that strange? I don't want to make it weird between us, you know, 
and you're missing that person. It doesn't help when you go to your family's house and everybody else is all, you know, coupled off and everything and you're the single person there. It it sucks, man, you know, but I would say that you need to focus on the positive and make new traditions. And I know that this sounds very cliche and that's what everyone's probably telling you, but you know, if if you're dealing with the loss of a loved one, just be sure to be around family and friends, you know, try your hardest to not be alone. I know that's easier said than done because what you really want to do is crawl up in a hole and just be there. But I'm telling you firsthand, that's not helpful. All right. So try to be around people. Okay. Um, and make sure you keep up any holiday traditions that that person was into, you know, so if the person that recently passed you know was the person that made the bomb ass eggnog for every holiday event learn the recipe you know you bring it you know what i mean or if y'all had a tradition of going to a certain place to watch the christmas lights or something like that continue those holiday traditions you know i know that it's painful but it'll help you feel better in the long run or maybe you switch it up a bit you know, maybe you do something like that with your friends now instead of just you and that person or you do it with your significant other or something like that. You know, that way you still keep the tradition alive, but you're now putting your spin on it and making it your own. Um, If you just recently broke up with someone, you know, get your single girlfriends together and have Friendsgiving or Friendsmas or something like that. Um, get your boys together and take a trip somewhere. Y'all go to the strip club, turn up, whatever it is y'all want to do. Um, you know, or do a solo trip somewhere. Like that's the new thing that's popping all over the place now. Solo trips, be safe with it, but do that. You know, um, take a trip to someplace that you've always wanted to go. Like whatever it is that you have to do, you have to find a way to give the season new meaning because November and December can get really dark and really depressing if you let it and that's that's a big if on there all right so um just try to make it as positive as you can and i'm living proof that as each year and each season goes on it gets a little bit more bearable i'm not going to say easier and i'm not going to say better it gets more bearable all right so take it from me i'm living proof of that um you know, and speaking of dark, this is kind of taking it someplace else. Um, <laughs> we won't even get into daylight savings time. Listen, if you live in a place that doesn't have daylight savings time, just know that I'm super jealous of you. Because here on the East Coast, it is dark at 430. And by 6 o'clock, I'm ready to shut it down and get into bed. It just makes me so tired. Like, I don't, I don't understand why we have this, y'all. It's like you lose the entire day like it is literally pitch black by like 4 45 4 45 p.m looks like nine o'clock at night it don't make no daggone sense you know it makes you tired it makes you not want to do anything when you get off of work it's like i want to come straight home curl up on the couch and go to bed that's it and you know seasonal depression is also a thing so you know if you're dealing with that i definitely suggest that you go talk to someone you know, people like to joke around about seasonal depression, but it is actually proven to be a thing. It's, it's not a joke. 
Um, you know, there's different ways to deal with it, but definitely make sure that you um, talk to somebody about that if you really feel like you're dealing with seasonal depression and it's really starting to become a hindrance in your life. Um, and lastly, don't stress yourself out intentionally. And what I mean by that is this. If you know that your work schedule won't allow you to take off and cook a big old gigantic meal like you normally do, like, don't kill yourself trying to do it anyway, all right? Pass that task on to somebody else or get it catered, order some food from somewhere. Like, why are you doing that to yourself? I don't know why we, and specifically women, why we do this to ourselves. Like, we will work a whole 10-hour shift and then come home and try to cook a meal for 20 people. For what? For what? Why? It's food. Then people don't care. Get somebody else to cook it. You need to be confident enough to say, hey, listen, y'all, can't do it this year. Aunt so-and-so, cousin so-and-so, sis, hubby, whoever, y'all gonna have to take care of it because I can't. And people are just going to have to be okay with that. You know, I'm, I'm slowly learning that I have to let go and let people figure it out. It's, it's a lesson that I have to relearn quite often. You know, Bay tells me all the time that <laughs> I need to be faster in learning this lesson, but I'm slowly learning that people will figure shit out on their own and I cannot be in control or in charge of everything. All right. Um, another thing too, you know, if, if there's a family member or a situation that stresses you out, so in other words, if there's uh, a cousin or somebody that, you know, you always get into it with on the holidays, um, you know, see if you can have a conversation beforehand to work that out. But if you can't, you might need to consider not going. And I'm not saying spend the holidays by yourself. See if you can go over to a friend's house or invite some friends over to your place or something like that. But you might have to tell your mom or your grandma, whoever, like, listen, you know, so-and-so, so-and-so is going to be here on their best BS, and I'm not with it this year because I'm trying to be in my zen. So if I need to drop off gifts later, earlier, the day before, the day after, I will do that. But what I'm not going to do is intentionally put myself in a situation where I'm going to be fussing and cussing and arguing or swallowing my feelings just because so-and-so is going to be there. Like, we're not doing that anymore. Like, we're not taking that kind of kind of energy into 2023. At least I know I'm not, okay? Um, this is where starting new traditions come in at. It's not worth you being uncomfortable. So, you know what? Yeah, for instance, that's what I'm doing. Or, you know what? I'm just going to spend the holidays with my in-laws. I'll see y'all later. I'm not coming over here. Whatever it is that you have to do, to make sure that you're okay, do that. Because at the end of the day, no one is going to take care of you like you. All right? Um, also, you know, finances. If your finances won't allow you to get super elaborate gifts for everybody or even give a gift to everybody in your family, because some of us have really big families, you know, if, you're, if, if your money is funny and your credit won't get it, then don't do it. Because let me tell you something, the mortgage company and the landlord is going to want their money on January 1st, period. No excuses. And there's no reason to put yourself in the poorhouse and stress yourself out trying to 
drive all around town or swipe your credit card on every website to get gifts. Like that's not even what the season is really about. You know, it's really about your presence and not presence. Okay. Y'all see what I did there? Y'all peep that? You know what I mean? So, um, we've already seen how high levels of stress impacts our bodies and impacts our mental well-being. Bad things can happen. And so, again, I stress to you, there's no point of intentionally stressing yourself out because there's already going to be stressors that happen that you can't control, right? That you don't know are coming, that you have no control of. So let that be what it is. Don't intentionally pile onto that. That's craziness. But yet we do it. I mean, we do it all year, but the holidays is even worse. It's like it's compounded. All right. So please, y'all, if you don't have the money to do all of that, explain it to your family, you know, your kids or whatever. Listen, we got to skimp a little bit for Christmas this year. Whatever it is you have to do, you know, it's it's no point in going out here killing yourself for one day because your family and your friends need you for the rest of the year. All right. Um. And on the flip side of the coin, I want to say, stop pressing people about things this time of year for you other folks, all right? You never know someone's financial situation. You never know what they're dealing with at home or at work. So if you ask someone to go somewhere or do something or spend some money on something and they say no or they seem a little hesitant or a little iffy, just let it go. All that poking and prodding and pressuring, that causes more stress, right? You know, you do not know what they are dealing with. That could be the thing that sends them over the edge and you don't want to be that person, all right? So just just, just let it fly. You can read the room, all right? You can tell if a person is kind of feeling some kind of way about whatever you ask them to do. Just let it go, all right? Um, if a family member says that they're iffy about coming to you know, Christmas dinner or the New Year's Eve celebration because your loud-ass auntie who always starts some mess with them is going to be there and they don't want to deal with the drama, please respect that. Don't guilt trip them. Well, you know, I'm your mama and you ain't going to come. Don't do that. And if you feel that way about it, then tell the loud-ass auntie that she can't come. But if somebody is literally saying, for my sanity, I cannot come because I'm not going to put myself in that position, you have to either A, respect their choice to not come or B, remove the stressor. And you might need to check that auntie and say, listen, you know, you cause a problem every year that you, that you come and I'm not going to have my daughter or my niece or my mother or whoever it is not come and spend the holidays with me because you don't know how to act. So that person might need to go, but that's something you got to figure out on your own. You know what I mean? But I just wanted to kind of, you know, flip the coin and talk to those other people, you know. But I, I didn't want this episode to be all negative. <laughs> I didn't want it to be all negative, but I just wanted to, you know, give some encouragement to people out there who are dealing with stress and just kind of let y'all know that you're not alone, you know, and that it's okay to not be okay. And it's okay to know that this time of year, you know, be on its best bullshit. It, it really do. It be trying to get you. But if you listen to some, of, to some of the things that I said and just try to keep calm, it won't get you. It won't get you. It's like 
some people are like, oh, I just want to hurry up and get to January. Yeah, but the holiday season can be good, you know. So let's not skip over it just because we're trying to get through the BS. Like, enjoy every moment. Try to enjoy your family. Try to enjoy your friends. Try to be as stress-free as possible, you know, and have fun. Drink, be merry, get under the mistletoe with somebody you've been trying to get under the mistletoe with, you know, drink some eggnog, a little apple cider, all of that, you know, um, dip off from your diet for a couple days. You know, you can get right back in January. It'll be all good. I mean, you know, don't stray too far, but it's, it's okay to treat yourself a little bit, you know, but I just want to give encouragement to all my all my peeps out there and let y'all know that your girl Jure is with y'all and I love you and I hope you have a happy, happy, happy and safe holiday season and I hope that you guys stay well mentally, physically and emotionally. And with that being said, um, I think that's all folks. I'm going to leave it right there. I hope that this helps you all get through the holiday season. Um, as usual, you can find me on Instagram at the melanin 360 podcast and you can check out the website at www.melanin-360.com and you can also find us on all podcast platforms if you're listening to us on um apple Podcasts, please rate and give me a review hopefully it's a five-star rating i would love to hear what you all have to say and lastly you guys um please try to support the show it helps me continue to bring you all great content, which I love to do. I love getting on here week after week and sharing my thoughts with you and bringing on great guests and, you know, just, just having a good time and a good kiki with you all and hopefully um, educating you guys on some things. So you can help to support the show um, on Cash App at Cash Tag Melanin360. You can support via PayPal at melanin 360biz at gmail.com or you can also support us at buymeacoffee.com slash melanin360 so with that being said i'm going to get out of here and let you guys get back to your holiday shopping and i'll talk to y'all next week peace